Minority. I was barely a bar mitzvah boy in St. Louis, Missouri in the mid-1960s when our Morita Asra, Rabbi Haskell Hartman, the assistant chief rabbi of St. Louis, made Aliyah with his family. I still recall the great speech he made to our community in which he described how he wanted his children to grow up as part of a majority and not in the minority. I did not really understand then what that meant, but now I can see how every minority, even if protected by constitutional or other rights, still feels alienated, disadvantaged, and resentful. Even in a democracy where the government is chosen by the people and not by a dictator or military, the power lies with the majority, not the minority. From the time of the Second Temple until 1948, we Jews have always been a minority wherever we lived. The stigma of being in a minority has meant weakness and powerlessness, always at the mercy of our hosts. As we say in Tachnan twice weekly, we are shamed and scorned by the nations of the world, treated as second-class citizens, as foreigners, or worse. Now we have an opportunity to live as a majority, with the confidence that the, that the, that the non-Jews around us cannot do to us as they please, as they have done for 2,000 years, culminating in the Holocaust, where we were treated as vermin. We are now free to determine our own destiny with divine aid and not reliant on the goodwill of others. This is what Rabbi Hartman had in mind over 50 years ago when he left St. Louis for good. Today, with rampant assimilation affecting the Jews outside of Israel, not only are we Jews a majority of the people in the Holy Land, but it is also likely that most of the entire world's Jews actually live inside Israel with halachic ramifications, as well as social and psychological ones. While in 1948, Israeli Jews were only a small percentage of world Jewry and were seen as poor cousins in need of constant financial and military assistance, today we are seen as leading the Jewish people and assisting our worldwide brethren wherever they may be. Sure, many in Israel still do fundraising around the world because there is still great wealth and generous Jews and Gentiles there, and we Jews constitute only a tiny percentage of the world population, less than two-tenths of one percent in total. But the Israeli government also allocates millions of our tax dollars to aid Jewish communities around the globe that need our financial and social assistance. We are seen as leading the Jews, and students, scholars, and lay leaders visit Israel to gain knowledge and leadership skills to use in their native communities. We are the majority here. We feel it and project it and others feel it as well. History has shown that in general, people do not abandon a better socioeconomic status to migrate to a lesser one. Thus, diaspora Jews of today mostly stay put in their native communities unless war, poverty, family circumstances, or religious belief motivate them to move. Since the great majority of Jewish religious leaders do not make Aliyah, commoners and congregants cannot be expected to be holier than their rabbis. The responsibility for the results of remaining in the minority in the diaspora, including assimilation and attenuated Jewish identity, non-fulfillment of the mitzvah of living in our own holy land, and the stigma of being a second-class citizen, falls on the religious leadership of diaspora communities. Most minorities have no choice but to be minorities, but diaspora Jews are so by choice. If they choose, they can join the majority. Shabbat Shalom.